0: For anybody else that ever listens, they're going to realize when they start going this up and down, up and down, up and down that we're doing right now, they're like, oh, we're not the only ones that are doing this. Like everybody else has been dealing with this too. cat franchise podcast. Chris did forget to do an intro for this episode, so I'm just here to say thank you to everyone who is listening and we hope you enjoy.
1: Owner of that property decided that they were just going to keep it for their own use and rent it. So,
0: they actually did take it off the market. It's has yeah, no followed up on that to make sure that it uh, it wasn't just them feeding us a line, but they yeah. have it off the market. The real estate agent that we met with a couple of times over there actually was not so impressed with the whole situation either, unfortunately. Yeah. Judy
1: said she had shown that property to other people and had dealt with them before. And that property has been vacant for a while and they never said anything about this. And then all of a sudden they don't want it anymore. So left us with no property. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And that was the conversation I I had with Judy and Bobby was, is this just a line? I get it if that's what it is, but is there something else we can do to you know, to get them to listen a little bit more. And she says, no, I think they really are just gonna hold on to it because they did take it off the market. And that was, that was one that I was like, I wanna track that and see if they're actually gonna pull it down. And she said, no, they already did. So, and that's their prerogative, That that's fine. To make all of us feel better. I went on a rampage the other day when you sent me that and called everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, they said you talked to they talked to you, so.
2: <laughs> yeah. I spoke with a few friends in franchising who referred me to some people that are in this exact field of play, the site selection and construction mm-hmm. development, and all that type of stuff. And I guess what I learned is it's not uncommon. So there are plenty of brands and excited franchisees who think it further along than we have signed the franchise agreement. And it takes many, many months. I mean, six months, seven months till they find the, the right spot in yeah. some cases the franchisee opts out of the franchise agreement like okay we tried it's been six months we can't find the thing that's going to work for us and they leave i'm not recommending that you can do what you want but, <laughs> but in the in the franchise agreement it's a forfeiture of the franchise fee i mean yeah. they, they lose that and i'm like well who's got you know 30 40 50 60 70 grand to <laughs> to just you know okay well we'll try again somewhere else and i don't know but I just wanted to share that because it was shared with me multiple times throughout the two days that I was talking to different people, like, is it us? Are we doing something? Do we need to get new brokers? Do we need to look somewhere else? Are we just, what is going on? And they're like, it just is what it is, especially with COVID. So Mm -hmm. some of that was anecdotal. Some of it was statistical. Somebody shared with me a webinar that was just recently put out on the sales cycle process, they call it. Uh, in the development process and i mean we're seeing an increase in time to complete everything so from initial engagement to signing a franchise agreement typically a four-week process throughout COVID, it's been it's been six to eight weeks that part of the process site selection typically two to three months it's ballooned to six to seven months on Mm -hmm. average across the industry construction Typically six months, it's gone eight months to a year. So there are 2020, there are brands, big brands, very sophisticated brands that are just in holding patterns with all of these types of things. And and here we all a smaller brand. So we've got less resources to just plow through these things and you know get things solved and don't feel as bad. It's not like we're doing something wrong. It just is part of the process. So
0: it is and I mean the one thing that I said to Jackie the other day was I, I still feel like I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in everything happens for the right reason at the right time. And if we had plowed ahead way back when, like in February, let's say all the, everything had fallen into place and we'd found a spot and we'd started building, we would yeah. be ready to open right now when COVID's about to hit for a second time. Yeah. So I think that there's definitely a bunch of different reasons at play why some of the other buildings that we've looked at haven't happened for us. Mm -hmm. And I still think now is a good time Mm -hmm. or it's a better time than any other time that we've been looking because Mm -hmm. as we look out four to six months in the future, that's when we should be, fingers crossed, a little bit less inundated with COVID and people being more happy and more confident with traveling.
2: I could not agree more. I do mean to share those very same thoughts of of wisdom with you throughout the process because that's been our experience as well. We haven't walked through as as many buildings and and been as close with one, two, three, four in a row, but we've certainly looked for a couple of months, especially the East Granby one. and, And when we found it, it wasn't just, oh, we love it. And then we had to fight for a whole bunch of stuff to make it happen. Everything just the landlord was on board the lease was super easy the neighbors were cool the town was cool like it just all fell into place mm-hmm. within a month within 30 days from the second I walked in there we were we were under lease ready to go with construction you, you know what I mean it just yeah. I agree with you the best thing best things come to those who wait
0: so. yeah and don't worry we're not getting cold feet no not even close <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. we are we are very frustrated yes 100 percent, absolutely if we weren't frustrated i think that that would be a sign of bad things yeah
2: um, it's because you, you want it so bad
0: right exactly because yeah. we are crazy cat ladies <laughs> yeah. um or crazy crazy yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that like two separate things? We're crazy and we're Catley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I think it's all part for the course. And I mean, that's another reason why I really like that we're doing this podcast too, because other people that listen to this are going to realize it's not just sign right here and tomorrow you're going to walk into a space and Happy Cat Hotel or whatever franchise it is you're looking at is going to be yours and it's going to be super sweet and easy mm-hmm. it's not every every little step is is a little process
2: yeah And I've had a few conversations with both Angela, our friend and advisor, Leanne, who's working on a marketing strategy for us with her company, Hello CMO. And they've just been doing this a long time in franchising. And my most recent point of frustration, aside from kind of losing out that opportunity on the property, was you know, now we're, we're doing this podcast and podcast is the most important thing that we have going by, by any means, but I do want it to like help people. I want it to be effective for those who are, who are listening. i like, I feel like the last kind of three weeks, if you're listening, you're, you're probably getting kind of bored. It's the same issues mm-hmm. every week, week, but that's what it is. Like, that's the realness of of this process and of this journey. Sometimes you're just stuck on the same thing for a month and maybe it's not great listening or whatever, but it's certainly important for them to hear that, hey, this doesn't just always just, the cards don't always just fall into place once you you deal the hand, like, yeah.
0: about it is it's just real. For anybody else that ever listens, they're going to realize when they start going this up and down, up and down, up and down that we're doing right now, they're like, oh, we're not the only ones that are doing this. Like everybody else has been dealing with this too
2: yeah and angela <laughs> said we were actually on a, a round table she her company has uh, hosts these round tables in franchising and it just it's really cool because it brings all people from all different walks in the franchising industry together and just bouncing ideas it's like a it's like a big alternative board executive board where people are just solving each other's problems and it's it's really cool but anyways we we were talking about some of the emerging brands and getting those first few franchisees on there and just like how hard that journey is and there were very experienced franchisors and they're like yeah i think back that was 20 years ago for me and that that was a very very hard time in our process in our journey and they were kind of just like Not making fun of me, but just like hang in there, buddy, you know, like it'll it'll happen. And Angela goes, she goes, I don't know. I talking about the commitment from the early stage franchisees and the passion and you just you need people who are buying in, that's so important. She goes, Yeah. She goes, I think Chris is gonna quit before Leanne and Jackie do Uh,
1: She's right. Chris is gonna pack it up. <laughs> I the whole company. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I love Angela.
2: Yeah. So tell me about the the property you walked in today.
0: Were you able to open up the link to the property? I,
2: no, I could not on my phone for whatever reason. I
0: will, I'll forward you the email that Bobby actually sent us in the first place because that okay. has the original link in it, so you yep. should be able to get it from that. Um, okay. The property itself is. Really nice, and it's so funny. I can't remember if I said this to you last week or not. But when I was originally talking about the property location. we were looking at before, I was like, "Oh, it's just down the road from Spices Upholstery." Anybody who's anybody, go- well, this is Spices this Upholstery. Is- they went out of business. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> I thought I remember you said that you were talking yeah. about spi- and you had the little sidebar about the upholstery, and like right, I and- can't remember. What it was. And then when you sent the the message the other day, this is Spices Upholstery. I was like. I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah.
0: They've been in business for yeah. many, many, many years, mm-hmm. but I, it was a, it was a family-owned business, and I guess for whatever reason, maybe the the younger family decided not to continue on. And Mr. Spicer, at the age now where he just wants to spend some time at home, quiet time away from <laughs> fabric and furniture, so they decided to shut the business and retire. But they actually own the property, so it's it would be the spices that we would be renting from. They're really open to the idea of the cat hotel. They're really quite interested in the idea of the cat hotel. Our, the only thing standing in our way right now is the fact that even though it's literally two minutes down the road from the other property, it's a different industrial classification zoning wise. So uh, we would have to apply for a special use permit, but both the real estate agent and, and Judy think that the process would be very, very simple. Um, mainly because we are so close, like just on the other side of the road, that is, that is not an issue at all. And mm-hmm. the owners of the property are open to the idea of us doing cat boarding there and, and cat grooming. So it is a two level mm-hmm.
2: place. I saw the stairs and the pictures, I saw the pictures. I just couldn't get the video. So
1: yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's 4,833 square feet. Like twenty four hundred on the bottom, and about the same on about the, top. the same on the top. Uh, has a little storage shed out back. It has a, a room upstairs that's more or less for storage. It could be a cat suite. It's about it's a little bit longer, but it's but it's a already built square room. There's a bathroom upstairs, a bathroom downstairs. Mm-hmm. Upstairs is completely um, like a linoleum tile floor, which you could put something over. It's in fairly good shape, but it needs yes. to be covered. Um, downstairs, it's all just a big
0: square box. It's wide open. Edge, wide open. They've just um, repainted. I mean, it looks like brand, brand new paint, painted. Yeah, white. it
1: looks painted. The downstairs carpet needs to be replaced. Yeah. Well, it needs to be pulled up so we can put our tile down. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's clean. It's It's in good shape and it's really clean. The, There's um, no kitchen. Obviously, we'd have to build our kitchen. Yeah, we'd have to build spa. the kitchen,
0: obviously. At- is on that one side of the building because the bathroom on the lower level and the upper level are right above each other right there's a slop sink downstairs next to the there was one downstairs too next to the it's a very small hot water heater so we'd have to replace that not a big deal but i'm assuming if we could either put the spa on that same side or at least on that back wall we wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to run water that far the upstairs, the one thing that I said going in is I guarantee that the, the AC and the venting upstairs is impeccable mm-hmm. um, because when uh, Spices was originally set up, downstairs was like a showroom mm-hmm. and upstairs is where they had all the cutting tables and, and many, many people working up there doing the reupholstery. So the venting would have to be really good to keep it, keep the air moving and keep it nice and yeah, clean. Yeah, just there. sent you a
1: picture of the venting um, upstairs.
0: But it's... Lots and lots and lots and lots of lighting up there. I mean, obviously Sky we have to, too. and there's four skylights. We'd mm-hmm. have to replace the lighting, but at least the connection is already there. Um, the drop wires and, and everything. Electrical outlets all the way around. All the, the way, way around. around. Like maybe every eight feet. It's that. It if was that, more like every four feet. All the way around. So yeah. that's a plus. There's um, only windows at the front of the building, but okay. there's windows on both levels. So on the lower level, there's two gigantic doors that open wide, right up and there's windows that run the entire length. Upstairs. So there's um, four big
1: windows. There's a big window on either side of the double door. Mm-hmm. And there are two double doors
0: if that makes sense and then upstairs across the whole front pretty much the entire front yeah Mm -hmm. so there'd still be room to do you know the bigger suites they would there would just be limited areas that we could actually put them but other than that i mean i think the layout would be pretty easy Mm -hmm. Uh, and once again technically we could build out the first floor and then hold on do the, the second floor
1: or maybe later day.
0: like I said, put a couple of the
1: deluxe suites upstairs, upstairs by the windows, but not finish the whole upstairs at first. Uh-huh. Have the the suites that we need to put up there. It would be easy to put a, a small kitchen, kitchenette kind of thing up there for feeding and things like that. So on uh-huh. that second uh-huh. level, second uh-huh. level, right next to where that slop sink, or move that slop sink and make a small kitchen right there. Yeah, it's.
0: Um,
2: what was the rental? Did you get um, that?
0: They were asking for eight um, thousand. Comes just under twenty dollars square foot. Yep. And then the owners of the property would pay the property tax, but we would be responsible for everything, everything else, maintenance, utilities, et cetera.
2: Is the agent the same agent that was over at the, the plate? No.
0: Different agent. Yeah.
1: And she said the um, uh, Mr. Spicer was trying to rent it out on his own. It's been vacant since the first of the year. Um, he was trying to do the lease on his own and then COVID hit and he decided, uh, his wife told him, let someone else do this work. So that's when this lady came in and I, I guess they just haven't, had any luck finding the right people but they're very open to the ideas
0: and what we want to Mm do and they know know the 10-year lease he said he completely understood about you know obviously it being a franchise and the fact that he would have to do negotiation lease-wise with you as well yeah Uh, they, I mean, they got that part of it. So that was something that I guess is not even really good I mean, obviously it's going to be an issue because it has to be negotiated at that right. point. But he was really. aware of that going
1: in. It's this. like it has to be three and seven or five and five or however you want to break it down.
2: Yeah. Okay. Parking. Looks Mops. like there was a lot of parking there. Yeah.
1: so Yeah. There's probably twenty spots. Yeah. And it's a standalone building, so there's nobody else sharing that parking lot. Mm-hmm.
2: The okay. Spicer's building is is great. For the marketing that's going to be super easy we in a much much smaller scale up here in windsor the building that we're occupying for the for the windsor location used to be a tv and repair shop for 20 years Mm -hmm. back in the like 90s into the turn of the decade and still to this day people from town now we're in a much smaller town than you're going to be in alexandria so just kind of magnify that but to this day we've been here six years if somebody calls oh we heard about you our friends told us about you where are you well we're down on the corner of Broad Street and Capen oh that's the old tv and repair shop like the, <laughs> the town the people from town only know it as you know yeah. the tv and repair shop they don't yeah. know what the address is or the, anything yeah so yeah.
1: while we were waiting for the real estate agent to show up a car a lady came down turned around made a u turn pulled up out front Sat in front of the place. She's had a chair in the back of her car. She's like looking at the building, looking at her phone. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yep. We've been here six years. Now, this happened quite a bit the first year where people would pull up with their busted appliances. It hasn't happened a lot. Two months ago, some guy pulled up, opens up his Trunk of his car, old Buick, gigantic trunk, and we're looking out the window, and he's lifting this humongous tube TV. Those things have like cinder blocks in the back of him, you know. And he's like wrestling it out of the trunk. I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> so I go to the front door. I'm like, it's not. We're not. You know, it's not TV in a, appliance anymore. It's not. What is it? It's a cat hotel. <laughs> a what?
1: Yeah, we don't have TVs. We, you know, This place is also literally right on the corner of Duke Street and um, Wheeler Avenue. So there's a McDonald's and we're right behind the McDonald's. So there's a light right there at Duke Street. You turn and we're the first building on the right. And there's a massive sign out front. Yeah, I sent you a picture of the sign too. Spicers,
2: I saw it. So that'll be Happy Cat and yeah, Yeah. yeah, do whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, it sounds good. It looks good. I saw the floor plan on that link that you sent me. Do you have that in printable so you could you could run your software through it?
1: Added, I just um I had the measurements so I mm-hmm. could just put it in my program. Okay. And and play with it and see what I come up with. Yeah. Um I don't know how plumbing and all that stuff works, so I would I guess I'll just try to build the spot near the bathrooms. I don't know how else to do that.
2: Yeah, as close to any water source as possible yeah. for a first pass yeah. just to see.
1: Yeah. unfortunately it's not I, in this place <laughs> right
2: i did see up if you go up the stairs right around the corner it looks like there's a little a little sink, sink there is that the mop yeah. sink there? okay
1: yeah um, that's where up, i said the net could go upstairs i mean i could put the right. spot upstairs too but i don't know what people it's you can't get everybody up there you're gonna want
2: to be yeah you're gonna want it downstairs for sure yeah. the, the the upstairs has to be optional or overflow right right all of our ada space needs to be downstairs yeah, and definitely. for those who, who can go up can can go up yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. judy was gonna make some calls on her way home this afternoon uh, to city of alexandria to see if she could get in touch with anybody mm-hmm. um just to get a point of contact for filing for the special use permit or to find out a little bit more about what the process is so she was going to get that info over to us this afternoon or tomorrow yeah, or tomorrow by right. tomorrow right. So she had stuff going on today but yeah so hopefully by
1: tomorrow we'll have a little more information on special use and what's involved mm-hmm. with that they really seem to think it wasn't going to be anything major just like an application and get yep. the
0: just, pop, just doing the process itself. yeah, the process, yeah
1: that's it so okay. the downstairs ventilation is obviously under the ceiling so you can't see any of it but the upstairs ventilation is on the outside of the ceiling mm-hmm. inside the room so it's going to be
0: easy to yeah, it looks like it's, it's been The ceilings are high. New, um, yeah. that, that ventilation that's there, that ventilation system that's there. And we took pictures of the air conditioners outside
1: too. Mm-hmm. There's two, two big units outside. Okay. So I think we might be in good shape with that.
2: Would you say the ceilings were more than eight but less than ten?
1: They're, they're probably like 12 feet. You think? They're high. They were really high.
2: Yeah, the top of
1: the windows in the front probably 10 feet. And they went above that. Downstairs, and the top of those ceilings
0: were, were higher than Yeah, you think that's two feet to the windowsill? Probably. And then uh, that's a four or five foot window. Yep. And then another two feet. Yeah, so it's got to be eight or nine feet up. Oh, it's more than that. I don't know, I'm foreign, I don't do feet. It's uh, <laughs> 1,370, yeah, no, nope, I got nothing. <laughs> um, But the ceilings
1: are very high. Still, I mean, I couldn't jump and touch the vents. So I would say they're at least 10 feet tall.
2: So the only thing with that is, and this is all uh, for the architects to to figure out, do we get into a drop ceiling, dropping it down so that our our walls are more standard, or are we going to build the walls all the way up? So you're not talking about eight-foot studs anymore. You're talking about 12-foot studs. And that's yeah. okay, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, it'll add a little bit, because it certainly won't be as costly as doing a drop ceiling, but you're building walls up to that ceiling, then those vents are gonna remain exposed. We're not gonna cover those with a with right, a drop right. ceiling. Right. So just, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's the kind of thing that a lot of places paint them, paint everything white or whatever, so it, yeah. it doesn't stand out as much. I guess it's up to the architects to look at and see what makes the most sense. Absolutely.
2: I think your layout too will tell us some. Maybe maybe we can get the majority of rooms downstairs where the ceilings are lower. Some rooms are gonna be upstairs, no question, but maybe that's more like if you have closet space, if you have staff space, if you have a kitchenette, maybe that all goes upstairs and then you don't have to build as many walls all the way up to the ceilings. All
1: right. Or upstairs, yeah. Or upstairs. Well, yeah. And the back door, upstairs back door that leads out to the shed, the storage shed mm-hmm. is is at the upstairs so you come in from upstairs um, from the back and literally there's another storage closet right there next to the door and there's a bathroom that's off the back of the building gotcha. um, the i one. see it you put your a lot of your storage stuff out there in that shed and then you come in you could have that other closet for inside storage and you could put a kitchen and staff area whatever mm-hmm. all upstairs and then just put a little kitchenette downstairs we don't need right. a kitchen downstairs.
2: Okay. I'm looking at that now. I see that door, that little side door. Yeah. The downstairs when I looked at it initially r- reminded me of the first building we looked at in Centerville. Well finished, well kept.
1: Yeah, it is. There's just one center column mm-hmm. in the whole building and that's it. Nothing else blocking any views or anything. I mean, you should send him your pictures that you took as well, but
0: yeah, I just took the one panoramic upstairs, upstairs, upstairs. to show the ceiling and the floor and everything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I will so Yeah. No, I,
1: I I like it a lot. I Like I said, I'm afraid to be excited about it. Yeah. I will play a little bit with the um, layout today just to see what I come up with and how many rooms I can fit down there.
2: Anything else?
1: No. Just want to get this done. But, you know, we had hoped, uh, I think last week we said, by Thanksgiving, we're going to have a place.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: it happened. So this building, um, it's not as big and flat. I mean, obviously, it's two levels, but it mm-hmm. is
0: stand alone with its own parking lot. And it's already a big white box, very minimal demo. Yeah. The only demo that we'd really have to do in there is carpet. is carpet. I mean, we'd have to have a look at the tile upstairs, but we it might be in a good enough shape that we could lay down on top of it without having to pull up first. Yeah, The bathrooms
1: um, need some renovation.
0: Yeah, the bathrooms need some renovation. And right. maybe that other little storage cabinet would have to come out so that we could extend it out to do like a kitchenette or whatever up right. there. But actual demo to get started is
2: super minimal mm-hmm. that i mean that's exciting what do you personally think about the rental rate if it's coming out to 20 bucks 8,000 a month
0: um, pl- the- plus
2: utilities the- on top of it to heat and ac and a four thousand, five thousand 5,000 square foot building it's not gonna be cheap
0: especially on right. two levels um on two levels yeah. So, I mean, I would, I'm going to turn some numbers on that. I'd like to get it a little bit lower if they were willing to do it. I mean, even if we could get it to that $18, like 17 or $18 a square foot that we were seeing at the other place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They did say they there would be no rent until we were open.
0: Yeah. They were happy to do rent abatement, but they're not going to do any tenant improvement allowance or anything like that, which is, um, that's understandable. I mean, it's a big wide open box right now. I can understand that people that own buildings aren't necessarily going to want to help us pay to turn it into a cat hotel because it's not necessarily something that they can then reuse So that makes sense.
2: Unless infrastructure-wise. So... This is peanuts compared to what you're going to be investing in it. But, you know, the water heater, like you talked about, yeah. um, if there is some some AC, if it, something needs to be upgraded, I, I think it is OK for us to go to them, even though they said uh, no tenant improvement allowance. That, that's infrastructure that's going to be there even after. Yeah. 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 So it might be worth a shot if it saves you a couple thousand dollars. And Absolutely. That's, that's great.
0: I think it's always worth asking for rent to be a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. Even if we were talking about maybe doing lower rent to begin with, which I think we had discussed at one of the other locations, lower rent to begin with, and then rent increasing after X amount of time.
2: Yeah. If they're keeping it in the family, they're clearly looking at it as a long-term investment. And that's a great situation to be in. I like this. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. I guess have an amazing holiday tomorrow
1: yeah you you guys have a happy thanksgiving as well yeah and um we'll talk next week i
0: guess
2: all right look forward okay. to it thank you both yeah, thank you, all thank right. you. Happy, okay. happy thanksgiving
0: happy you thanksgiving. too bye